Monday to Tzavish, year 134, we are discussing an urge, an inner urge that people have. That's what we are discussing. Now, what's an example of this urge that we said is an intrinsically wrong urge? We said there are certain ones that are correct, like the urge to eat, we said has a purpose. What's an example of an intrinsically wrong urge? He said, he says the urge towards something that's usser. The, the concept of mayim genuvim yimtaku. Stolen waters taste sweet. Now even though water is tasteless and colorless, the fact that it is usser gives it a false attraction, which it does not intrinsically possess. Fascinating thing. He says when something is usser, there is a lure to it. It pulls a person to eat it, or to drink it in this case. And then he says a very interesting thing. He says a very interesting thing. What kind of feeling do you have when you're standing on the top of a very high building? Huh? Fear. Is there anything else? Guy standing at the edge, at the edge of a very, very high. Let's say you're driving in Israel, where they have like guardrails that could hold up a mouse, and the the jump is like three thousand feet. What kind of feeling does a person have when he's looking down? If you don't have that feeling, it's more than a thrill. There's a feeling. There's a hergish. He says it's a unnatural tem- temptation that people sometimes have. Maybe you never have the feeling. When a guy's standing at the edge of a cliff, but let's say, besides fear of heights, is there anything else that you could envision? I, wanted to, I want Dylan to think of it before he says it. Huh? Huh? But besides fear of falling. There's sometimes a thought. Maybe I should jump. It's a, it's a, it's like it's an unna- It makes no sense. Like why? Just because I'm standing on a cliff, why should I jump? But it goes through a person's head, and then he's not going to jump. He he brings that down. I always thought it was like a mishigas. You know, people have it's like a mishigas on a person's head. When you're standing at the edge of something and you could jump technically, I like hey, you should jump. He says it's. He calls it. A per, there's an ex, he calls it an external and unnatural temptation. The insane desire to leap to destruction, which is felt by men who stand on very high places. He says it comes from the Sahara. Now, no one, hopefully no one really listens to that feeling, but the feeling exists. He says that's a urge that comes from the Sahara. Fascinating. He says, a person that eats and drinks before Yom Kippur, and he can't even look at food anymore, and the second the sun sets, and he's holding by Kalidre, he starts getting hungry, and he starts getting thirsty, he wants to eat and drink. It's not a natural urge to fill yourself, because you're full already. See, it's a her. He said, a yid that has many things that are usher to him, 
the Yitzhahara attacks him to try to develop a desire for it. He said, there's, there's many, it's found mostly by the Freya in Eretz Yisrael, but they make fun of the Minhagim of Yiddishkeit, but they respect the empty Minhagim of these strange religions. It makes no sense. Why did they, a Yid puts on tefillin, oh, don't you dare. But if some kook bows down to a cow, all of a sudden, oh, he respects his religion. It's a famous story they say about a chassid shiyid that was sitting on a bus and there was someone sitting next to him and turned to him and said, you, you old thing, busy with the old... Hey, what are you busy with? He said, I'm not Hasidic, I'm Amish. Oh, Amish. I respect your, your tenaciousness to stick to your principles. He says it over. Have a tip, what's that? Rabbi Tversky, Zuchel Lebracha? Yeah? Zuchel Lebracha. But anyway, it's the same concept. Where does it come from? Makes no sense. Where does it come from? Goyim don't have this. It's only Yidin that have it. It comes from the Yitzhahara. It's, it's retarded. Like, why does a person appreciate something that's so empty and so ridiculous? But people appreciate it, and you have something. It's your, it's your mitzvah. It's your, your tefillin. It's your avodas Hashem, and you can't, you can't, uh, you can't deal with it. The what? Yeah, but that's because it was something that was usher to him. That's like you said in the beginning. Mayim genuzim yim taku. All the mishnah wanted the etzadas, even though it everything else. Haman Russian speaking of perm, perm cotton. He had everything, he wanted that. But this is something else. A Yid could appreciate what he has, and he's busy with, not because they're usher, then, you know, he just, he just, he gets, he gets uh, not astounded, he gets, uh, there's a good word for it, he gets like, uh, not astounded. He gets impressed, is a better word. But he gets uh, impressed by what's going on by the Gaim, and it's empty, there's nothing there. But it's an amazing thing. Now, he said many times, many things that happen in history, he said, come from the Yetzirah. He said the Yetzirah is a force that can influence the affairs of men in general. He says it's an external force. It's not part of a human nature. Alikim bares Adam Yasha, the Pasuk says in Kehalas, Meshem created... A person straight, a person's inborn urges are not bad per se. The Yitzhahara is Ramin Urav, which refers to the external force of the Yitzhahara, whose objective is to put a person through tests from the beginning of their lives to the end. This force that, you know, you know how many times you get that phone call right when you start benching? Like, why can't the guy quote a minute earlier? Or a minute He calls right when you start benching, he's calling. Or when you're in Mincha, and the guy decides to call the second you start Shemonesri, and your, your pocket is buzzing off, off its uh, thing. Where'd that come from? Say, it's our. Why does it have to be punked? Why do you have to remember right after Shkia that you forgot to do X, Y, and Z? That's what it is. He says, this individual, this force is not only on an individual, it's also on nations and the entire physical world. 
the Yitzhahara has a tremendous influence. What goes on in the world today, they re- we try to figure out why these crazy people are busy with all these mishigasin, all this silliness that goes on in the world today. All the mishigayim, crazy people, makes no sense. It's Yitzhahara. He says the Yitzhahtaiv is the conscience of a person, which is a natural inborn ability to discern right and wrong, but the Yitzhahara is an external force which is best described as being a Malach. This is a big Yisoyed that Bavigda Miller says in many places. It's a fundamental difference. Since the Rebbe created a human being, Taif, Yashar, so the nature of a human being is really Taif. The Yitzhahara the is an external force that clouds a human being's decisions. It's not, it's a malach, so to speak. The Yitzhah is an inner urge, an inner conscience that if a person listens to will uh, go in the right path. So that's the first, that's one, uh, one understanding that Vigna Miller puts on the difference between the Yitzhah and the Yitzhah